Hello, it's Courtney Sage with Woo is the New Norm, here with your weekly astrology forecast. And honestly, I'm loving just doing the astrology. And I like that they're short little episodes and easy to fit into your life and hopefully easy to like understand and apply because that's my goal here. So I'm thinking about changing the name because I'm working on so many other awesome things that I don't know that I want to take this further. So if you have some awesome astrology like idea for a name, please send me a message. I'll like give you an astrology reading as a prize if we choose yours. Maybe I should announce that. All right. Anyways, I'm going to like thinking through everything and you're going to understand why because this week is like so mental. Um, we're moving into Gemini season, which is so much into our minds. And so I'm becoming like over analytical about everything and really just thinking through things. But I think when we can let ourselves do that and not put too much weight on every single thing we think, um, we can just kind of be in awareness and learn and work through things. I think I tend to apply that idea to like emotions a lot, right? Like we have to acknowledge our emotions as they come up, but we can kind of like work through them. We don't always have to act on them. We can just kind of be with them and let them move through us. And this week I'm really thinking about how we can do that with our thoughts too. Like, you know, I I don't I think sometimes it's easy to put like more weight on our mind and our mental capacity than our emotional capacity. And so I just want to like bring that concept in as we move into Gemini season where when you get in your head, you know, sometimes it's okay to just like think it out, you know, find ways to get it out of your head like journaling, talking to friends, um talking to coaches or astrologers or therapists or whatever, whoever works for you. Um, But kind of working through those thoughts and not always placing the largest weight on every single thought. You know, for me, it's important to be intellectual and think through everything. But sometimes I get caught up in, you know, well, what do I do about all, all the things I'm thinking about? And I'm realizing right now, maybe it's okay to just like sit with those. I know we talked last week a lot about just letting yourself be. So I want to let that translate into this week. And last week we talked a lot about our polarities. And this week I want to kind of translate that in. I found myself after going through this astrology the past few days um, for this week, really thinking about accepting our whole selves and all parts of ourselves and a lot of that like connection between the heart and the mind. Um, But I think it's important to accept our whole selves because that's what I find kind of in these mental battles sometimes is we're almost, yeah, like at odds with ourselves and trying to let one side of ourselves maybe win over the other, one part of ourselves or wherever that comes from, you know, I'm trying to maybe just accept that all of it is okay and some of it is right for different times and serves us at different times. And so how can we kind of just be in awareness? And I think that's a great thing astrology does is like helps us step into awareness. I was talking to a friend about astrology this week and she called it liberating. And I just love that so much because I really do think it's liberating as we come into 
a deeper awareness with ourselves. She was specifically talking about some feedback from sessions that I was doing for her clients and uh, shout out to her. Thank you if you're listening um, for this feedback because it made me really just think about how how great that is to feel liberated by kind of wondering about ourselves and wondering which thoughts to follow and which, you know, like heartstrings can pull us and all of that. And when we kind of break down our birth charts and look at some things about ourselves, we can kind of see some of our natural gifts or our soul's purpose, if you want to call it that, or strengths or weaknesses and why we're a certain way or the other. And, you know, some of that is just there because of the planets and the houses and the signs. And then some of it when working with me is just that intuitional level. And then I'm loving being able to bring my life coaching experience in and like helping translate that to how it, you know, actually applies to someone's life and how you can actually use it. And so I think that's there when it becomes like liberating too, is because it's not just like something you're hearing about yourself. Someone's not just telling you about yourself, but you're actually learning about yourself, coming into deeper awareness, and then getting into like flow and alignment with that. And I think that's really important. I talk so much about alignment, but it's it's the same way that, you know, sometimes I talk about balances, like it's something we strive for, but like perfection, we're going to probably never be totally there. Um, but the closer we get to it, the more we can kind of feel things flow. And then sometimes we have that perfect moment where everything's like balanced and aligned and we just like streamline forward. And I'm realizing that when we have those moments, we just have to like take advantage of them. And then the moments when we aren't there, all we can do is kind of come into awareness and like help clear the path for us to get there again and help support ourselves in the ways we can to get there again. And, um, yeah, I think there's just a big opportunity to really come into awareness this week about our whole selves. And so let's just dig in. (laughs) I know I'm in my head right now. And for me, you know, the heart and the mind is on a personal level, like it connecting those things is a huge challenge for me and something I'm always working on and I'm still working on. So I am feeling it this week. And so if you're feeling it too, just know I am right there with you. And so as I talk about like the light side of things sometimes and things coming together and how we can make this easy, just also know if it's not easy and you're not feeling it and it's a challenge and it's hard for you, like be willing to be with that too. And, you know, some things are going to come easier to some people and some are not. And we can look at a birth chart and say why, or we could look at our lives and say why. And it's a little bit of all of it. It, it really is. And so just know this week is hard on me. So if it is on you too, I hope these words help because I'm saying them to myself (laughs) and, you know, we're in it together. So this week, it really does. It holds an overwhelming amount of like mental capacity, which can be so hard and also so good. I think it's luckily in our best interest that like we start the week off with a moment to tap into our hearts. So yesterday on Monday, May 18th, Um, we got a moment to like kind of connect our hearts and our minds and maybe really have a glimpse into how we can align the two. Mercury was conjunct Venus and we're going to have that kind of flowing it throughout this week. And that's basically the mind and the heart coming together. Mercury rules our mental activities while Venus like does all the more dealings with our emotional selves. 
So this transit can be a time where you become like hyper aware of the beauty around you and um, you can feel really appreciative for all you have. And I think these planets kind of align to also show you how to make the most of it so you can see it and then use it you know venus is that appreciation and then mercury shows us how we can use it and so you know having a chance to really be able to also analyze and like understand everything as it comes up so i think this conjunction creates clarity so as you're attempting to maybe interpret your feelings that are coming up from venus mercury is there to kind of help you analyze and understand it and so if you're like me and having a hard time with that it kind of feels at odds so you know you're feeling all these feelings and then your mind's trying to analyze and understand them and if there's a disconnect then you're feeling that disconnect really strongly and so try to get over that hump or try to just like sit there with it and let it be um and then if you're someone who this is aligning perfect for that's so awesome it's like that'll cause you to have like a great moment of inspiration where you probably want to express your emotions and communicate this love and gratitude and so I want to encourage you that like if you're there and feeling it go for it you know be willing to be vulnerable and share what you're feeling but also don't feel pressured to say anything before you're ready you know there's like a low-key level of impulsiveness in the air this week and Venus is also retrograde. So just check in with your heart and your head before every move. Um, but I do believe that when we find alignment between the two, like we get to make decisions for our lives that are like truly authentic because we're leading from both places. And so whether you're at odds or whether this is feeling easy, just use this opportunity to get to know both parts of yourself and try to dig into that and get to know it really fully and be real with yourself um, about where you're at. Both the mind and the heart can trick us, especially in Gemini season. And so just try to stay in that awareness. Like I'm saying, just let yourself become interested and intrigued and just learning the lessons as you like prioritize that awareness because they each serve us in different ways so although like sometimes your mind wants to get its own way and the heart wants to get its own way and you may be leaning into one more than the other or drawn to one more than the other as you do that just get aware and then kind of learn the lessons like how does it serve you when you follow where your mind is calling you to go when you listen to your heart where does that lead you and how does that serve you and so just kind of start learning through this process so you can develop a balance and create a more holistic approach where you're making decisions from both places and above all like remember you don't have to figure it all out at once or really even in a lifetime this is a forever journey and this journey has lots of ups and downs so be with it I mean, I'm so thankful that Venus dipped us into our heart space because the rest of the week is in our heads. And on May 19th, the sun is trying Saturn, which kind of really does help us connect the dots. So as we're trying to like learn how our emotions and thoughts meet, this transit starts calling us to like look at how our environment affects our thoughts. So not only is our mind affected by like our internal landscape and our emotions, but it's also affected by what's happening around us, our surroundings and our external environment. So take this time to examine that. Look 
at your home, your job, your relationships, and kind of consider how this does affect you, specifically your mindset. And you don't have to do anything about it. Like I keep saying, you can just take it in. And But if you do see something that's totally off and you want to do something about it, like this transit's a great time to start putting plans in place. Um, Saturn brings the ability to enforce discipline and like scrutiny in the most positive way you can use that word. It's very diligent. And so it can help us organize those thoughts and create a plan. So if we do see something that has to change, we may not want to act on it right away, but we could start kind of making a plan as to how we're going to use that information. Um, So kind of think about how who you are and what you do connects, you know, what you do really does play a big part in who you are and who you are plays a big part in what you do. And I think when we try to compartmentalize these things or compartmentalize any thing in our life, it really makes us feel disjointed and kind of like we're not fully in it, like when you're being honest with yourself. So, (laughs) um, so be honest with yourself and just think about if there's ways you are doing that and let this moment provide insight to give you a chance to change and think about what you'd like to do differently. I think right now there's probably a lot that we're starting to think we may want to do differently um, in what's happening around us and the astrology. We've gotten a chance to really be with ourselves and so we might be getting in touch with who we really are who we want to be and who we are may have changed through what we're going through, through a different season, everything's coming in cycles. And so, you know, you may want to change things because you've changed and this is a, you know, opportunity to just get clued in and sit with it and maybe not feel pressure to take actions, but just kind of take notice. Um, And like I said, with Gemini season, sometimes our mind can kind of play tricks on us and we're in like retrograde overload. So we might want to take some extreme actions, but I totally suggest like erring on the side of caution if you want to follow those whims. Um, Gemini energy wants to like outsmart any situation, which means that you might want to or might be able to really find a way to go around your obstacles and blocks instead of working through them and like overcoming the challenge. And so that kind of like shortcut can seem really enticing, but that shortcut isn't going to serve us in the long run. So just kind of be aware of where you want to head and how you want to head there. And so taking your time is good here. And so with that being said, the sun moves into Gemini on May 20th, and that brings us our final spring sign, mutable air. Um, And this air aspect really does give us the ability to float around. You can probably tell in my voice, I'm already there. Um, And that's exactly what Gemini likes to do. It likes to pollinate in the terms of nature. That is what this time is for. Like bees are buzzing. They're going from flower to flower, sharing pollen. And Gemini carries that same energy with information. It wants to share information. It's a mentally focused sign focused on learning and understanding However, the understanding here sometimes can only be surface level. And that's not because Gemini doesn't care, but because 
it's always ready to move on to the next thing. It wants to know more. It's about quantity over quality. You know, it wants more information. It's not a, um, it, it's not about the depth. I, it's, it wants to cover the ground, get as far as it can go and not necessarily go deep. It wants to see how much it can discover. And through that, it's growing and learning. And it's kind of this cycle of giving back and feeding. If you just think of that analogy with bees pollinating flower to flower, um, that's really Gemini energy, which can be so useful. Like this sign can bring us clarity without bringing us into our emotions because we aren't going as deep. Um, and so it can bring us out of that like shell of our spring transition where I think winter we're kind of going through the rebirth into spring and then as spring moves along we're starting to sprout and grow but we're still kind of playing it safe maybe a little bit and kind of a little comfortable and especially with Taurus we kind of get really comfortable in our home space and then summer is coming and we're starting to get more lively and feel that fullness coming and so Gemini kind of helps us break through that barrier and get into that fullness of summer it's mutable and able to change with the winds you know Gemini wants to understand both sides of a story and that's part of it you know they are represented by the twins and I think that's one thing that I think is like an important way to view that twin quality is that they're able to see both sides of the story because they want to understand both sides they just want to know more and have that information and so that can be used for good or bad so just a reminder here use it for good try not to judge bring lots of compassion and try not to you know spread information that's not true you know spread information that serves the people you're spreading it to share things that lift people up make people feel good and are honest and true you know I know sometimes the truth also hurts but serves the greater good. So I just want to kind of share that because I know there's there's a lot that we're all going through right now and it's sometimes easy to want to overshare or just spread how we're feeling. So just take a moment to check in during Gemini season especially as to why you want to share and if that serves. All right, especially, so I guess, especially this week, I think that is important too, because we do, we are still working with Neptune. On May 21st, we are going to be prone to confusion. Mercury squares Neptune. Venus also squares Neptune. Mercury and Venus are conjunct, so there's like a little connection between all of that. The moon is also sextile to Neptune. And so we worked with Neptune a lot last week, and it continues to show up this week, making all these connections. And so it continues us daydreaming and so we're kind of getting more in our heads but there's that little bit of fantasy and illusion um playing a part here and I think because these are squares we may not see the best side of this Neptune quality where last week for me Neptune was really dreamy and exciting and helped me bring in tons of creativity and feel pretty connected intuitively and just very much in alignment, you know, and in tune and excited about future and vision and all of that. I was so visionary last week. I loved it. I was like working on my website and creating new plans and updating my new program and I had all this stuff going on. And don't worry, you'll see it all unfold still. I took tons of notes. So even when I'm not feeling it, 
I can still continue to work on it. And that's what I mean by when you're feeling in alignment and connected, taking advantage of it because you may not feel that all the time. So last week I felt super visionary. So I did a lot of prep work. I wrote a lot of notes and got a lot of plans in order so that this week where I'm already kind of starting to fall out of that and feel a little out of whack um, and a little too much in my head, I can keep going back to those notes and working from that place. And so that's one really useful way to like apply stuff, knowing that everything's going to keep us always moving and our energy always changing. But sometimes, you know, we really want to grasp like one energy and hold on to it and never let go. I mean, at least I do. I don't know if that's just me. I'm Pisces, so maybe a little clingy sometimes. Um, but also Sagittarius rising. So I get super interested, which is why I love this stuff. And I'm intrigued then when I'm on the other side of the coin and Gemini loves that other side of the coin. So this energy this week is just, um, the other side of the coin to Neptune. I think this is where, you know, with Mercury, this Neptune energy where before we kind of had all these visions now with the square aspect and squares are always challenging. Um, but they can help us grow and build through that challenge. And that's why we don't want to just like bypass them and skip over them. We want to like be in them. And that's a lot of, I know I keep saying it, but why we can just take notice right here. Um, we don't need to just like bypass and skip through. Let's like be in the hard parts that we're learning things. And so with Mercury square Neptune, it may be wanting us to like avoid reality, avoid having real conversations and with Venus square Neptune, it's like causing us maybe to have unrealistic ideas in our relationships. And so there's a little bit of us kind of living in our fantasy world instead of the one we actually have. And especially with Venus retrograde, we're making a connection here where it might be a little off. And so just kind of notice where you're kind of playing into the illusion Um or when you're potentially having the grand vision and try to use your mind and all this ability of being able to work with your mind this week to kind of decipher and discern between the two. Um, because I don't think this has to be a bad thing. You know, we, we know that we're at a time where we need to make some changes. I think, like I said, a lot of us are changing and seeing changes we want to make in our life. So maybe this moment um, can be an inspiration for us to do so. Um, the moon is sextile Neptune, which will help us continue to tap into our inner knowing and our intuition. So that may give you some insight as to which direction you need to head, you know, and kind of leading you in the right direction. And I don't love right or wrong, but here I'm going to use right as the direction towards your larger vision and not the direction towards illusion and fantasy and what isn't real. Um, so just be real with yourself and follow, try to like get through the fog and listen to like your intuition and your inner self. And I think this is where like the holistic version is important. I'm talking about in the beginning of the week, connecting our heart and our mind. And here I want you to also call on like your core, your solar plexus, your intuition, these like inner knowing parts of you, um, that you have inside you. When we do tap into that, sometimes it really brings out the sensitive side of us, which can be a good thing and also a really hard thing. So um, with this moon sextile Neptune, we may be feeling more sensitive. So just try not to let other people's stories 
seep into yours. You know, everyone is also working through their own stuff. So try to just let that be theirs and not take it on. Not let it affect you. Let them do their work. Um, and so this is where you can have a real advantage here if you take time for yourself and tune into what you need and what you're working through and your story that you're working through. Um, so use these varying aspects to Neptune to help you like kind of sort through that fantasy and illusion versus vision um, and how they all interconnect. Like we can learn things from what we're fantasizing about um, that can give us some clues into like what we need and what we want. And then we can take that what's like healthy in there and apply it to our vision. And I think that's where the discernment comes in to help us discard what's healthy or what (laughs) discard what's not healthy and keep what is and kind of discard what's not serving us and keep what is. And so just give yourself a permission to draw boundaries. I think that's really important here with Venus retrograde and these Neptune alignments and, even with Gemini season, you know, just kind of being willing to draw boundaries. And I think this comes into play here because on this day, it's the last day of the lunar cycle. So as the lunar cycle ends, we also have an opportunity here to end any of our own cycles we've been caught up in, but no pressure. Um, (laughs) That sounds so much bigger than it has to be. And just know that you can take little steps towards that. Nothing's going to happen overnight. And especially with this new moon, I think there's a lot of pressure on new moons for this newness, new beginnings. We're going to release everything and set intentions and start over. And I think that's kind of a lot of pressure sometimes when we don't feel quite there. And so I wanted to talk about that this week because I think some of the aspects on the day of the new moon might have us still feeling a little foggy from that Neptune. Um, And the moon is void of course and Mars um, is making a connection to Uranus. And so these things are going to have us a little bit restless and a little bit foggy. And so right up until like the moment of the new moon, we may still feel like we don't quite know the difference between our fantasy or our vision. We might not know whether to follow our heart or our mind. We might not know if we're like our intuitions really our intuition or if we're being tricked. And so I just want you to also not feel the pressure and be willing to um, take advantage of this new cycle at any point that it feels right for you. So let's talk about, like I mentioned moon's void of course and I feel like this isn't always talked about so I just want to touch on it real briefly so you know what it means um so it's gonna the moon goes void of course shortly before the new moon actually happens like the moment of the new moon and that's the moment where the sun and the moon exactly align and so the moon going void of course is a regular happening that we may often not notice it can be like minutes or hours but it's not days so it's not huge but paired with this neptune energy it can be accentuated so the void of course kind of means the void of course is like when it's kind of in that gray area it's void of course and so the course the moon is on is moving from one sign to the other and this is when it's kind of void of that course and gives it that gray area and this gray area can be kind of like small mishaps lapses in clear thinking it's just not a time to make any big moves or decisions it's kind of a time just to be and so in eastern standard time which is what i'm in in pittsburgh the new moon is at 1.38 p.m. and the moon void, of course, is from 4 to 10.30 a.m. 
So like I said, if you're not feeling quite ready to commit to any intentions for your new cycle right away, just that's totally okay. But you, like I said, there's always the other side of the coin. You know, it may be possible for you to feel like this is like the light in the fog that's like arrived for you. Um, And the new moon is in Gemini as is the sun. And like I said, with every new moon, the sun and the moon align. So it can be a chance for our whole selves to feel aligned um, and bring that idea of connecting the mind and the heart back into focus. With Gemini, we may be looking into like every aspect of this from every perspective and trying to sort it all out, which can be a good thing for the beginning of a new cycle, but don't pressure yourself. Um, just take a moment. If you do feel that alignment, like feel how that feels to feel aligned and then set your intentions that like continue to steer you on that course. Cause we aren't, like we said, not always going to be able to stay on that course. So you want to continue to kind of steer yourself there. Um, Mars is sextile Uranus on May 22nd as well. So this will bring like added excitement for the new cycle. So hopefully that helps start pulling you out of that fog too. And maybe a little out of your head because you're just getting excited. So maybe you can use that time to get a little in your body. Sometimes that's how I get out of my head or my emotions and all of it. Just get moving. So like on the light side of this transit, we can feel like inspired to move through any blocks we've had coming up. Mars wants to move us and Uranus wants to break us free. And so we can just kind of have this moment to like what was stopping us, that fog can clear. We can kind of break through those barriers. However, like on the shadow side of that, we can be feeling rash and restless. And so try to strike a balance here because you're going to be craving that independence. So use that feeling of wanting independence to tune into you and think about what is truly right for you, what you really want, what's working, where you want to be, where you're headed, what you want to be doing, and then set your intentions for the new moon from that place towards all of those things. I think now is the time to choose yourself, your heart, your head, all of it. Choose all of you and choose what's best for that whole self. All right, babes. On that note, have a great week.